Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We just had a terrific conversation with Adele Lyons from the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber of Commerce and all the efforts that are underway there to help local businesses, help the community connect between businesses that can still do business like restaurants and um, and there's just so much going on there and they look forward as we learn more about the federal legislation to getting a handle on the role they can play in helping to educate businesses on how they can take advantage of the situation. So anyway, um, we're about to, to move now to the Mississippi Coast Coliseum and Convention Center. I have Matt McDonald along with me. Good morning, Matt. How are you, buddy? No, uh, we're doing pretty good, Ricky, considering, you know, that we just said goodbye to the potentially the greatest march in the 43-year history of the building. Man, I know. It's a, it's a, you know, I had the same kind of conversation with Clay Williams at the airport and, you know, what was happening with casino gaming revenue and so on. We, we're, Coastal Mississippi is really operating from a position of strength. That's the good news, that we had things were really working in our favor. Milton Segarra told a terrific story about sort of the, the situation and, um, you know, while we're all focused today on keeping the community and our employees safe and flattening the curve and all that goes with that so we can put this thing to bed in as long a time as it takes to put it to bed so that when we get ready to go again, there's an all clear, a real all clear that people can feel safe again and we can go back to normalcy, whatever that looks like. But you were actually headed toward one of the best marks in your, in your history. So uh, tell, let's talk about that for a minute. We had, a, we had a lot of major events that um, had booked with us late last fall. We had some adjustments in terms of um, our contracts and, and some of our partnerships with Live Nation. Uh, Live Nation is the largest uh, international live event promoter there is. There is nobody larger than they are, and we've had relationships with them pretty much for the entire 43 years of the history of the building. Part of our problem was the building's gotten older and it needed to have some upgrades to where we could be competitive from a financial standpoint because for them, they're a publicly traded company and they have to have return on their investments and they have to maximize the money that they make on every event. So once we got those adjustments in place and we agreed to some different terms, we were able to start getting the major events back. Uh, just in the month of March, we were looking to hold, we did, we were able to do Jason Aldean, which was a sellout show, produced probably uh, some of the largest financial returns for us uh, for a single day event. Uh, right behind it, we had Mercy Me, a very popular Christian uh, band, uh, plus the other support acts that were with that show. Uh, two days later, we were going to have Kiss in, which would have been March the 15th. This past Friday, we had a sold-out uh, Chris Stapleton show. Uh, this coming week, we had a great comedian coming in in Martin Lawrence. So just those events, coupled with everything we had going on in the convention center, we had one day in the entire month of March that we didn't have business in the building, and that was March the 16th. So some of it is going to return. That's the good thing. We were able to reschedule Mercy Me. They're going to be playing now October 16th. A kiss is coming back in for October the 6th. Uh, Chris Stapleton is scheduled to return on September the 5th. 
Uh, we're still waiting on a, it looks like it's going to be an October play for Martin Lawrence. Uh, I was in this morning trying to uh, navigate that. And then our Reba McIntyre date, which was completely sold out, only the fifth artist in the history of the building to gross over a million dollars in ticket sales. She'll be coming in July the 11th. So from that perspective, some of our really cool events and, and, and financially successful events are going to push back into the summer and the fall where we don't completely lose that revenue. Unfortunately, there were some events that are annual and can only appear in the weeks and months that they're scheduled in. We're going to lose those, and I think we're going to lose some more moving forward. The question is, how how much more and how much longer are we going to be doing this rescheduling? Yeah, so before we shift gears on the kinds of things you put in place to protect the community and to protect your employees, I want to just kind of focus a little bit on what you just talked about. Man, when you look at that lineup of of, um, of entertainment, I mean, that's like top of the line. I mean, th- these are acts that are just very difficult to get. Um, you think about the Reba McIntyre's career and how it never has let up, and it, she seems to get more popular with each passing day. And Kiss, you know, <laughs> who would have thought? 30 years ago, we'd still be talking about Kiss today in the way that we were talking about them. Right. And then what star, like Chris Stapleton, what star is more on fire with not only his own personal career, but his songwriting capabilities? Um, man, it's great to hear that. This is the first time I've heard that these have all been rescheduled in that way. Um, so, uh, you know, congratulations on accomplishing that. Um, let's, let's kind of shift gear. Anything else you want to add on as it relates to sort of the, the, the state of affairs as they were when you heard we might have a problem? Yeah, we, like I say, our, our, our month of March started off pretty good. We, we, we had a very successful Jason Aldean date. We moved right from that into the Harlem Globetrotters. It's a fabulous fat family show. Um, I can never get tired of watching it. I laugh every time they come to the building. Um, I was sitting on the bench uh, about third quarter with a guy that works for us that runs our scoreboard. And by the way, we just got a brand new scoreboard, so it's state of the art. And a lot of more, lot other positive things we're going to be able to accomplish during this downtime. But, but I'm sitting there, and he shows me on his phone where he'd gotten the message that the NBA had pretty much shut down. That was on Wednesday night, March 11th. That next morning was. Thursday the 12th, and I'd gotten a phone call from the number two guy in Live Nation who's located out of Houston, Texas. I've known him for 30 years. We're, we're, we are friends. He's just so high up in the food chain that I don't talk to him very often. When I saw him calling me at 630 in the morning, I knew, I knew that our world was going to be changing and changing quickly. So um, since he represented so many of the current artists that you had scheduled, it was in like one fell swoop. The reality set in, I guess. Is that the way it was? Yeah, I mean, I, I knew that when they shut the NBA down that, that all public gatherings were going to be affected. Didn't know quite to the level and how fast it would, would take place. And needless to say, all of last week was kind of a blur. The main thing was being a good traffic cop and being able to, to understand what was going on, how we had to adjust to it, and, and be able to be flexible. Flexibility is the key in salvaging our business. And, and, and we're going to continue to do that with all of our clients, whether it's a refund on a deposit, whether it's a shifting a deposit to a later date, 
Um, I mean, there's going to be challenges that we're going to face that we don't even know about yet, but we just have to be flexible if we're going to maintain the business. So I'm assuming, I guess you're hoping, I can't assume anything, but with this federal legislation that there's going to be something in it for the Coliseum. Do you assume that or you hope that? Where, where's your thinking? Well, I, I quit assuming a long time ago, but um, mm-hmm. I am hoping, and I've got a very good relationship with Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith. She and I are, mm-hmm. are kind of buddies from the standpoint she used to manage the Coliseum in Jackson before she became our senator, and we have stayed in contact on a regular basis. So when the dust settles from all of the wrangling going on in Washington, I'm going to reach out to her and see if there's somebody on her staff that I can connect to to see what pieces of the legislation may may give us some relief. The main thing we want to do is protect our workforce, make yes. sure that they get are getting a paycheck as long as it, we can afford to, and that we're able to pay all our bills without dipping too far into our, our reserve balances. Because as you are aware, since you were the former editor of the paper, we don't get any support from the city, county, or state to run this building. The only support yeah. that we get really comes from a, a tourism tax to offset the debt service to, to pay for the, the bonds uh, that built the Coliseum expansion, and that actually goes to the county, so we don't even see it. It's just used to pay off debt service. In terms of our operation, if we don't kill it, we don't get to eat it, so we got to get back out there hunting where we can start killing it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really, really proud of you guys for for staying the course um, up until until this situation happened. Uh, focused on doing the best possible entertainment, the best possible family stuff, um, you know, conventions. The work that you're doing is really outstanding, and I'm I'm confident that when we get on the other side of it, whenever that is, whatever that is, that we'll will begin to ramp up uh, again pretty quickly. I notice actually that you're in your office now. People need to know. And we'll go back. We'll go into the details of this after this segment. But people need to know that you're 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 there almost alone. Maybe one or two other people on the whole site right now because of the things that you put into place. Uh, that's true, though, right? That is correct. Um, on Monday afternoon at five o'clock, I addressed the entire team. I let them know that our commission, who are a wonderful bunch of professional people that do it for virtually nothing. They serve the community to to safeguard uh, everything here at the building and making sure that we're running correctly. They agreed that the best course of action was to send our people home. Keep Why don't going. we do this? Let's go to the break, and when we come back from the break, we'll continue this conversation. So this is Matt McDonald from the Coliseum. We'll be back after this break. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. 